Welcome to The Abundance Journey, the show that helps spiritual entrepreneurs create an abundance mindset that accelerates revenue. Secretly, everything you experience in your life is actually abundance. Once you understand how to activate abundance, you find yourself in flow with your business and clients, so it's easy to create the revenue you want. The Abundance Journey is the only show that activates abundance for you, so you enjoy rapid results in your business. Here's your host, the Abundance Ambassador, Elaine Starling. Welcome. It's Elaine Starling, and I've got something really important to say to you. Happy New Year! I know lots of people are thinking Happy New Year. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. I mean Happy New You. It doesn't matter what time of year it is. You can be new and are new every single day, every single moment of every single day. And you can be happy. Like right now, you can be happy, outrageously happy. And that is honestly the beginning of all abundance. We're going to get into that in just a minute. But I want to share a really cool quote with you. All that you achieve and all that you fail to achieve is the direct result of your own thoughts. That comes from James Allen. And I heard that and I thought, oh my gosh, that's like, that's really provocative. And it's kind of like, put me right in my face, right? I, I have to take total ownership of everything I experience in my life because I'm the one thinking these thoughts that are going through my head. Nobody else is forcing these thoughts on me. And not to freak you out, but this part kind of did freak me out. According to the National Science Foundation, 80% of our thoughts are negative. And 95% of our thoughts are repetitive. Oh my gosh. I mean, we've got so much garbage going on up here in our minds. That's really sad. It's no wonder so many people struggle and stress over where they are in their lives, especially how abundance is showing up for them. Well, here's one more quote that I want to share with you. We don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. That's an anin who said that quote. And it is so true. It's about who we are and how we are showing up in the moment that determines what we experience and the kind of abundance that we create within, which then is reflected on the outside. I got the absolute best definition of abundance from one of the ladies that I interviewed a while back. And when I asked her what abundance meant to her, she said, abundance is when you feel good about yourself. And I thought, oh my gosh, she is so right. Because absolutely everything that you want to own or experience, every relationship you want to have, everything you want to do and accomplish in your life, it's because you think that once you've done it or created that relationship or you have that thing, it's going to make you feel better about yourself. You'll show that you've arrived, that you're successful, that you deserve this love and this care. But ironically, you have to be willing to let it in. You have to love yourself first. You have to validate yourself first. You have to own your thoughts first instead of abdicating responsibility and expecting other people to make you feel happy. 
you're the only one who can make you feel happy. Well, I'm all about happy new you. So let's get about making sure that this is a happy new you from now on, forever and ever. Amen. Okay, let's make this happen. And you know me, I always start with the intention. The intention is what we're going to create together and how we're going to feel while we create it. And then the rest of our conversation, you'll see how it kind of matches up with that intention. Everything flows back and we put our attention on everything that aligns with our intention. That's what creates abundance. It starts with the intention, then it goes to the attention, and then you get to have everything you want. Awesome. So I've got a particular way of doing intentions. I learned from Lynn McTaggart. She's brilliant. I read every single one of her books. And then I took her training called Power of Eight Training, which teaches you how to run your own intention group. Incredibly powerful. I've been doing it for over two years now, and I love using intentions. They work. They're so incredible. They really work. Now, I get downloads from the divine all the time, and I got the message that I needed to put bookends around my intentions. I always start with in love and light, because to me, that's acknowledging that the God of my understanding, I call this the divine, is an active participant and partner in helping create the intention. So I always acknowledge and welcome the divine to the table. Makes sense, right? Then I state what I want, which is the intention. And then it's only polite to say thank you. So I do. And at the very end, I say it is done. Now, the reason for this is because it's kind of like typing an address into your GPS system. I acknowledge the divine. I say, here's where we want to go. Thanks so much. And then it's a reminder to me, I'm done. I don't have to keep typing and I don't have to obsess over it either. I've done the intention part and now I shift to the attention part. Okay. Now this is a proven technique that really works. It's not just Lynn McTaggart. Psychologists know that priming makes a massive difference in your success or failure. They've done all these tests that show if you read disempowering words before you take a test, you do a whole lot worse. And if you read empowering words before you take a test, you do way better than normal. And sadly, most of us are not in the habit of talking ourselves up and celebrating ourselves and acknowledging and appreciating ourselves. So we're going to be changing that just a little bit. So another thing that I do that is really different and probably a little controversial, I hold the intention for 78 seconds in complete silence. Just put all of my focus and concentration on that intention for that length of time. And honestly, it does feel like an eternity every time I do this. It is so hard for human beings to hold that focus for an extended period of time. The latest research shows that people have a shorter attention span than a goldfish. Yeah. I mean, if you watch television these days, the cuts are so quick. They're just constantly trying to get our attention and hold our attention with just flashes of information. We're so used to constant stimulation that we don't focus well anymore. And we're in partnership with the divine. And they're looking at all this stuff going through our minds and just going, wow, they don't really want any of it. They haven't decided yet. 
It's only by holding that intention for 78 seconds that we lock in on that frequency. And I got 78 seconds from Abraham Hicks. Esther Hicks was saying, in order to establish a higher level of frequency, you have to hold on to that thought for 78 seconds. Now, one of the little tricks that I do sometimes is I'll pick just two or three words that really speak to me in the intention, that really feel that vibration for me, and I focus on that for the 78 seconds. It helps get me through. The other thing to do is notice your body. Notice what is happening in your body, because the whole idea behind the intention, how you want to feel and what you want to create, is to get the energy moving. And you can feel it in your body first. You'll notice it moving there first. It might be tingles. It might be chills. It might be a little heat. It might be ripples. There's all kinds of different sensations that your body can pick up on. And that's great. Anything that you notice is a sign that the energy is starting to move, which means the divine has locked into that vibration already and is already helping you out towards creating that intention. Yay! How can it get even better than this? All right, so I'm ready to play. So I'm going to read the intention and then I'll set the timer and I'll hold the intention with you for 78 seconds because it's all about a happy new you. All right. In love and light, we hold the intention that we automatically notice our thoughts and deliberately choose to come from our higher selves, empowering potential and abundance beyond imagining. Thank you, divine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is done. We give thanks, and so it is. I just felt myself in this massive column of energy, and my whole body was tingling on the outside. That was really, really cool. <laughs> you are powerful. Obviously, you've been doing this a bit, and you get it. So kudos, and thank you for helping me feel that energy really start to move. I was, I was starting to focus on empowering potential and abundance beyond imagining. That was kind of the, the focus for me. And I just felt this expansiveness. And wow, how cool is that? Now, 
One of the things that I really got my head around a few months ago is the difference between my human self and my higher self. Because I really wanted to understand when am I showing up more for my human self and when am I truly coming for my higher self? Because I really want to come for my higher self all the time. <laughs> and I'm not as consistent as I would like to be in that. Well, I know that when I'm coming from my human self, I'm immediately in judgment. I'm saying, this is right, this is wrong. Usually I'm right, they're wrong. <laughs> And I feel a need to react right away. Like I should jump in and fix something and solve that problem because obviously they don't get it. And if I explain it to them, then they'll get it. That's my human self coming to the fore. My higher self just is observing what's happening. It's like my human self is leaning in and trying to control things. And my higher self is leaning back and just observing things not in judgment at all. What's happening is just what's happening. It's what somebody else is saying and thinking and feeling and what's going on in the world. It just is. I don't have to put judgment around it or label it in any way. It's just happening. And my higher self, once I'm in that zone, then I respond with supportive love and compassion. I'm not trying to fix something. I'm supporting the other person through love and compassion, letting them be where they are on their journey. I don't make them wrong. I support them. Okay. And it's, it's a big difference between showing up as my human self and showing up as my higher self. And I am very interested in mastering the art of deliberately choosing to come from my higher self all the time. Because I know when I'm in that zone and I come from my higher self, I'm in alignment with the divine. It opens up all this incredible potential and abundance. And oh my gosh, my life absolutely rocks. The right people show up in my life. I get more business than I know what to do with. Everything happens when I'm in my higher self. So I'm highly motivated to go there. And I don't automatically go there just yet. I'm working on it and I'm getting much better at it. Then I read this book. Mm, very provocative. This book is called You Can Be Happy No Matter What. You Can Be Happy No Matter What. It's written by Richard Carlson. I highly encourage you to get a copy of this book and read it. I want to share certain excerpts with you and chat with you a little bit about how I see this applies to being able to come from our higher selves automatically, instantaneously. Now, there's always a little bit of a lag, okay? I'm a human being. <laughs> I can't help that part. So naturally, I tend to snap into judgment and reaction, but I hold myself back from reacting. I take a breath and go, wait a minute. I really want to come from my higher self. That's my intent. So it gives me a little space to stop, but we tend to start in our human selves. So here's an excerpt from You Can Be Happy No Matter What. Now, what I do is I always get an ebook because I can highlight key passages that really speak to me. And then I can email all the highlights to myself and I can edit it into a Word document that has key bits for me. This is not an exact word-for-word -word translation, 
because sometimes the sentences are a little bit apart and I consolidate it into stuff that really speaks to me. And it's, it's the gist that I want to own. So that's what I'm sharing with you today. That's why I think you should really get your own copy and read it because it'll make a big difference in a happy new you because you can be happy all the time. Okay. Here's one of the things that Richard says. We are the producers of our own thinking. Thought is not something that happens to us, but something we do. And what we think determines what we see and experience. Now, it's really fascinating because Richard likens our ability to think because we have minds similar to having an opposable thumb so we can grab things. Yeah, we have it, so we use it. And what does the mind do? It thinks. That's it. That's what it's for. Your foot is to put on the floor and move you along when you're walking. That's what it's for and help balance the rest of you. It's just a function of what it is. You're not going to stop thinking. You can't help but think. And that's because that's what your mind was made for, for thinking. So it's kind of on automatic pilot. Remember the stats that I just shared with you from the National Science Foundation that 80% of our thoughts are negative and 95% of our thoughts are repetitive? That's definitely the sign that our brains are on automatic pilot. We're not running the show. We're just letting it flow. And it's not always flowing in a direction that serves us. It flows towards our human selves, not towards our higher selves. And I really want to understand how do I reorient to my higher self? So here's another excerpt to share with you. It's our thinking, not our circumstances that determines how we feel. We forget moment to moment that we are in charge of our thinking, that we are the ones doing the thinking. So it often appears as though circumstances are dictating our feelings and our experience of life. Consequently, it seems to make sense to blame our unhappiness on our circumstances, which makes us feel powerless in our lives. We've innocently learned to interpret our thoughts as if they were reality. But thought is just an ability we have. When we realize that thinking is an ability rather than reality, we can dismiss any negative thoughts that pass through. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Because I really hear this in terms of my human self immediately wanting to judge everything and evaluate everything and hang on to things, especially grudges. Yeah, I'm good at that. So instead, my higher self is just observing what's happening. There's no judgment there. There's no dictation. There's no demands being made. It's just observing what's happening. And still my needs are met. I know a lot of people feel like, but then I lose all control. I have to tell people what I'm thinking. I have to make sure they feel, they know how I feel. They will know how you feel much better when you can hold the space for how they feel first. And that's what makes the concepts that Richard Carlson shares in his book, you can be happy for no reason, or you can be happy all the time. That's what makes this book so incredibly powerful, really powerful. So he says, 
When we truly understand that our ideas about life come from our thought systems, all of the things that we've absorbed through our lives, our beliefs, our limiting beliefs, you know, the habits, the traditions, all of that stuff is our uh, thought system. And we put everything through our thought system. So when we understand that our ideas about life come from our thought systems and don't necessarily represent reality, other people are drawn to us. When you approach someone not in an attempt to change their beliefs, but with a genuine interest in and respect for their view of life, defenses drop and hearts open. Individual differences become a source of interest, growth, and inspiration. Listen without judgment, and the person you're with will sense your respect for their position and your willingness to listen. The result is an increased understanding and softening on both sides. The essence of compromise or collaboration, bringing out the best in ourselves and others. Yeah, it's that easy to look at our thoughts and really pay attention to our thoughts and notice when we're going into our human selves or our higher selves. And one of the things that I really picked up on from this book, Richard's talking about how you feel is really a result of what you're thinking about. And that's the interpretation that you're putting on things. And I find that it's a whole lot easier for me to notice my emotions because my thoughts are going so fast. And especially when I'm ticked off, <laughs> my thoughts are going so fast. It's hard for me to pick out individual thoughts, but I can easily know when I'm ticked off or, or I'm uh, hungry or am angry or you know whatever's going on. I can pick up on the emotion a whole lot easier than I can pick up on the thought. So when I put my attention there, then I immediately recognize, oh, I'm in judgment. I'm going to switch over to observing now because that puts me in a much more powerful, receptive state for opportunities and abundance. And that's what I want. Okay. There's another really great section here because Richard says your natural state of mind is contentment, love and gratitude. This is a state in which we see life clearly. We have soft focus and concentration. Our mind is clear. We can do anything in this state of mind, including unpleasant things, because our minds are not cluttered with thoughts of the past or the future or judgments about how we're doing. I loved that section. Our natural state of mind is contentment, love, and gratitude. I've always said that that is the foundation for abundance. That's like the rocket launch pad for abundance is that state of being. And so to get that confirmation from Richard Carlson in this book, you could be happy all the time. I was like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Because when we come from that space, we're not eager to push. We're not pushing anything. We're receiving. There's a massive difference in the energy of receiving. Yeah, 
huge, huge difference. Here's a couple more sections I want to share with you. It doesn't matter whether you're feeling stressed, overwhelmed, angry, depressed, lonely, frustrated, jealous, judgmental, or anxious. These feelings and others like them are there to tell you that you're looking at life through your thought system and not with your natural state of mind. Very interesting. You're looking at life through your thought system, not your natural state of mind. If you continue thinking in this same unproductive way, you will not find the answers you're looking for. There's a, a long section of the book where he's talking about how unproductive these unpleasant emotions are because they tend to bring in tunnel vision. We get so fixated on whatever we're angry with or frustrated about that we can't see the solution. And it might be staring you right in the face, but you're just so fixated on how you feel and delving into it deeper and deeper and deeper that you die do this deep dive into an unproductive state. And so what he's saying is you got to get back into that natural state of contentment, love, and gratitude. And he also shares techniques for doing that. It's really interesting. We need to understand that these feelings are being manufactured by our own thought system. They're not natural, accurate, or representative of reality. No, 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 no. Our thought system is based on judgments and belief systems and traditions and all the things that we've learned through our lives. All the times we got burnt when we were kids and we said, oh, I'm never doing that again. I'm never going to trust that kind of person again. That's our thought system. It's not accurate. To me, it's kind of like when I'm caught in my human self and my thought system, it's like I'm in a maze and there are these great big walls and I can't see beyond the walls that are around me. But when I'm in my higher self, it's like I've got a satellite view of everything that's going on. I can see everything. I see all the different directions. I see all the players. I see all the opportunities. I see all the abundance and I get to experience it. But only when I'm in my higher self, only. Otherwise, I'm trapped in the maze. That's why it's so important for me to get out of that. So, he says, healthy functioning is present whenever you feel wonderful for no particular reason. <laughs> you just feel good. And you don't really know why you feel good. You just feel good. I like that. What happened was that you temporarily relaxed, cleared your mind of concerns, and simply took a few moments to enjoy your life. Hmm. How interesting that it's that easy to relax and enjoy our lives. Happy new you. All we have to do when we get into that state, notice our emotions, notice how we're feeling. That's a clear indication of what we're thinking about with our thought process, our system, thought system, which is not representative reality. That's when I'm stuck in the maze. So when I know I'm stuck in the maze, I want to get a big picture view, and I can immediately reorient myself. Remember our intention. We automatically notice our thoughts and deliberately choose to come from our higher selves, empowering potential and abundance beyond imagining, because the divine has a much bigger vision for you than you could ever come up with, this or something better, right? Wow. So much meat and juice here, and it's simple. 
It's really simple. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's easy. This is something that we need to practice, something that we need to get in the habit of. Because as we get more habitual around noticing our thoughts and deliberately choosing our higher self thoughts, everything starts to open up for us. Stick around because we're going to activate abundance in just a minute. So are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life? You can get in flow with your business and your clients. It's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business. You can join me for the Abundance Journey six-week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit theabundancejourney.com to sign up for our next adventure. Wow, I really love this book. In case you couldn't tell, I really, really love this book because it opens you up to so much potential. You can be happy no matter what by Richard Carlson is a game changer. Now, I was thinking, what do we do the Activate Abundance process around? And I got to tell you, for a happy new you, you have to decide you deserve to be happy. You're the only one who can make you happy. That's really on you. And those quotes that I shared with you, all that you achieve and all that you fail to achieve is a direct result of your own thoughts. That's on you. And the other one, we don't see things as they are. We see them as we are. Yeah, that's on you too. <laughs> and I want you to be a happy new you. So... Let's activate abundance around that. Step one is gratitude. You believe in yourself enough that you listen through this entire podcast or watch the entire video, and you're allowing yourself to absorb that vibration, to just experience it. Be here in the vibration with me. You held the intention with me. You felt the energy start to move. You don't know where it's going to go. And isn't that exciting? It's so fun to watch the amazing things unfold in your life that align with your intention. This is what it looks like when it's working. And it's always something better than you can imagine. Usually, there are situations that show up where you think, oh, no, this is a disaster. But that's not true. There's something deeper in there for you. And in order for you to truly be a happy new you, you have to dig a little deeper and find the love that is already present for you. That's the challenge. So I'm really grateful to you for being willing to show up for yourself. As you shift how you are in your life, everybody around you starts to shift. You have a major ripple effect. And I know as you transform, the world transforms. So that's my go for, okay? Really excited about you. And I'm even also excited about how you're transforming the world just by you being the best version of you. Step one is gratitude. Step two is acknowledge something you heard that was a bit of a game changer. Well, for me, 
I got to pay attention to my thoughts. I absolutely have to pay attention to my thoughts. And I really appreciate the shortcut of noticing my emotions because that's a clear sign of whether my thoughts are in alignment or not. I'm either in that space of contentment, love, and gratitude, which means I'm in my higher self, or I'm not. <laughs> and it's a really clear distinction. So I want to acknowledge that there's a very obvious bellwether. It's like the emergency light on the dash going, uh, wait a minute, Houston, we got a problem. And I love being able to notice the problem so I can quickly shift my perspective, okay? That's what I want to acknowledge. Step three is appreciate the difference it can make in your life. Well, as soon as I notice my emotions, I know I need to course correct. I know I'm getting trapped in judgment and reaction instead of observing and responding with supportive love and compassion. And that's where I want to live. So I really appreciate that there's this obvious system available to me to course correct and come from my higher self as often as I possibly can. Because the more I do that, the more my life opens up and the more possibility and abundance is present for me. Yay! Step four is to activate abundance. We've got three different ways to do that. I can grab a calendar and schedule time on my calendar. I can create a little physical reminder, cross my fingers, tug on my ear, do something, you know, the yay kind of thing that reminds me of how I want to show up, or I can declare what I'm doing with someone else. And I'm going to do a combination of calendar and declaring with you because I really want to make this a habit, a big time habit. And there's a couple other habits that I'm trying to get into. So I'm going to set a timer and every hour when that timer goes off, it's an opportunity for me to stand up from my desk, have a drink of water, hit the restroom if I need to, do some movement and stretches, and notice how I feel. Tap into the emotions and notice what I'm thinking about. And observe if I'm in judgment or if I'm just letting it happen. Because that is an, a way for me to frequently touch base with myself. How am I feeling? How am I feeling? Every hour, how am I feeling? How am I feeling? And the more I do that, the more I course correct into my higher self so that it becomes a habit. I want the water to be a habit. I want the stretching to be a habit. And I want the emotional awareness to be a habit. So I'm declaring to you, this is what I'm doing every hour. And I invite you to join me because... This will move things along really quickly. Step five, celebrate your progress. Isn't this cool? It's like this really fun game and nobody knows that you're playing it but you. And how awesome that you can just enjoy your life. You can set your intention and come from your higher self and watch as the divine sends you blessings beyond imagining, the abundance starts to show up. You get out there with other people, you're interacting with them, and you're holding the space for them to be exactly as they are. You don't snap into judgment. You just observe what's going on and recognize they've got their own belief system. They've got their own thought structure that's guiding their behavior. And it's almost like you're visiting with an alien, right? You're not going to get all judgmental about an alien from another planet. They've got a totally different awareness than you do. 
But how cool to meet an alien. I mean, wouldn't that be freaking awesome? That's what you're doing every time you meet another person because no two people have the exact same thought system. So no two people are going to think about things exactly the same way, which is freaking brilliant because you don't have all the answers, do you? I don't. I love reading all these different books where I get new insights and new ideas and new approaches and new perspectives on things that can enrich my life. How awesome that we get to play with all these other aliens and see things from a new perspective that opens up unlimited abundance and prosperity and delight and wonder and happiness. Happy new you. I'm so happy for you, and I'm so proud of you for taking this on, because you really deserve it. Love you lots, and I will see you next time for The Abundance Journey. You've been listening to The Abundance Journey Show with Elaine Starling. Visit theabundancejourney.com slash podcast gifts to access today's gift, as well as gifts from our other guests. Tune in every week to activate abundance in your life and business. If something resonated with you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Keep activating abundance and we'll see you in the next episode.